Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another edition of Next Level Leader Podcast. I appreciate all of you so much for just being connected today. This is a wonderful blessing to be able to share with you wherever you're listening around the world. This is our time as leaders to come together because we believe that You know, we're connected because we think at a different dimension and we are responsible for more than the average person. As a leader emerging in all of us and growing every day, and so iron sharpens iron. And that's why we come into this place. And if you're a first-timer who are listening today, thank you. That meant that somebody thought enough of you to say, hey, you got to check out this podcast because this is where leaders gather. I want to thank you so much and I want to encourage you, if this podcast blesses you, to share it with someone else. We're trying to reach over a million people and we have hundreds of thousands of now listening and we want to reach over a million and you can help us do it. And I would appreciate if you would do that. It would mean a lot to me. So thank you in advance. Truly, truly appreciate all of you that help us do that. And it means a lot. So thank you for assisting us in this effort. We're grateful and man, so thankful. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. That's the place where we share and gather. And it would mean a lot to me if you did that. So please follow us. Joseph Walker 3, let me know you're being blessed. And then, of course, also our website, josephwalker3.org. Make sure you go follow us there, get information, our books, quite a few books that'll bless you. And I want to make sure that you get them. And I'd love to come and speak to your organization, love to speak to you. We've got a lot of great things we'll be sharing out there as well. So I want you to be a part of it. So thank you in advance for the opportunity to be a blessing to you today. Now, we're going to talk today. Let's get ready about staying ahead. (laughs) Now, why am I talking about that? Because I don't want a leader playing catch up. You you ever seen people who are always in a hurry to be late? (laughs) I need you, if you are a next level leader, to really lock in on this podcast. Because one of the things the presenter, me, Joseph Warren Walker III, has learned and has perfected, it is the art of staying ahead. There's a reason why leaders should always be ahead in what they do and not playing catch up. And I want to help you understand those reasons. And I want to help you understand some principles whereby you can always be ahead of the game. Man, when you're ahead, man, you can be more efficient in your life. You can focus on many other things versus always trying to crunch, get things done at the last minute. And I've learned even in my sermon preparations, I plan ahead. I prepare my messages months in advance. I don't go Sunday to Sunday. And there's a reason why I don't do that. In business, the same way, I like to plan ahead. I have a presentation to do. I don't wait until the week of it to start preparing for it. I do that months out. As soon as I get the invitation, I'm thinking about that and starting planning and getting together so I can perfect it. There is a strategy to this, guys. And I want you to hear it. The first is forecasting. Looking at your calendar, looking at the things that are coming down the pipe and saying to yourself, here you are, listening to this podcast. What things do you have over the next four to six weeks ahead? Now, when do you plan on working on those things? What we historically do 
is we say, oh, that's not until next month. We'll get to that. And when you push it back and you wait until next month comes, then you have now compromised the quality of work you can produce because you have put it in a smaller time frame. But when you forecast, you begin saying, now I'm going to start working on this thing that's two months from now, two weeks from now. And I'll do a little now, do a little then. So when I get to that particular date, I've actually gotten this thing down like a science. So you have to forecast. You cannot just go through life haphazardly as if those things are just going to magically happen. And then you're stressed out, you're frustrated, and you're going around sounding like this. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I got so much to do. Oh, just everything's piling up. Well, it's piling up because you just kept pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. Now, you have to forecast. Forecasting is important. It's important for budgeting. It's important for vision casting. Forecast. Start planning in advance. Now, here's the other thing. Carve out the time to work ahead. One of the things that anyone who knows me knows, you'll see me in a Starbucks near you. Because what I'm doing while I'm in those spaces, I am carving out time to work ahead. I'm not working on things that are due this week. I'm working on things that are due months from now. I'm preparing things that are due way up the road. I'm carving out time every single day to work on those things that I forecasted. See, if you don't carve out time, which is a real issue of time management, and of course, I have a podcast early on about time management. Listen, you have to make certain that you carve out this time because it is so incredibly important to make sure you are working ahead. Working ahead matters. So as you do that, carve out that time, turn off the phone and say, this is the hour or two I'm going to literally begin planning and working and developing this outline, developing this workshop, this PowerPoint, working with my team. We're talking about this here. Our team and our church, you know, we're talking about the first quarter, if not the first six months of the year, we're planning that thing in November of the previous year. We're not waiting until January to say, what are we going to do this month? Who are we going to call and invite? Those things are already settled so we can get marketing, get everybody on board. So we're forecasting our marketing strategy. We're forecasting our budget. You see how it works? Because you're planning ahead. It's easier because you've carved out time to work it. So incredibly important. Now, here's the third thing. planning for contingencies. Man, I teach this in Next Level Leader Podcast and, and many of you right now who are a mentor and if you want to learn more about our mentoring program, just reach out to me. But let me tell you something. This is huge. This is big. You're going to have to plan for contingencies. When I say contingencies, I mean you're going to have to think about it. Let me give you a perfect example. You ever seen a person who moves like this. A program starts at seven. They live 30 minutes away from the actual venue. And that person says, oh, I'll just leave around 6.30. It won't take me 30 minutes to get there. Now, what's the problem with that person? Well, that person doesn't plan for contingencies. As a next level leader, what you're thinking about is, okay, if I leave at 6.30 and the program starts at seven, I've got the park or valet. I didn't factor that time in. I didn't factor the valet line is long or if the garage is full. I didn't factor in whether or not there'd be an interstate wreck. I didn't factor in if I caught a train. I didn't factor in any of that. 
So that's the person that always comes in late to the program saying, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, because they always come in late because they don't factor in contingencies. When you plan ahead, I know some of you are chuckling now saying, that's me, that's me, you got me, you got me, Dr. Walker. I know I did. When you factor in contingencies, man, you're that person that's thinking about, man, I got to stay ahead. When I travel, I try to get to the airport much earlier. When I'm leaving, I try to leave much earlier. When I'm driving, when I'm going to programs, I try to leave earlier from the house. I'd rather be there early, sitting in the parking lot, have a good parking space versus trying to find one. I'm always in time. One of the things that was drilled in my head, be in the right place at the right time with the right stuff, better to concentrate. If you're on time, you're late. So guys, as a next level leader, man, factor in those contingencies. What could go wrong? I had to tell our team once, our, our technical team, our sound team, I said, listen, you guys have to come several hours early. You can't come, you know, one hour before worship and turn on everything and test it because what if something's wrong? It may take longer than 30 minutes to fix it. And so therefore you're telling me, well, that's not working today. Well, because you did not give yourself enough time to correct it if something were wrong. As a leader, train your team, train people around you. Give them an opportunity to learn this lesson. Give yourself opportunity and space to work through what could go wrong. Forecast. Carve out that time. But plan for contingencies. That's how you stay ahead. Here's the other thing. Don't become predictable. Man, how do I say this? When you are going to be a next level leader and you're going to stay ahead, and I mean this in terms of the relevancy and how you're going to continuously be on the front line of success, man, please know something. Don't be predictable. The redundancy and mundaneness of doing the same thing over and over again gets very boring because it's very predictable. It's easy for competition to outpace you because they know what you're going to do, the same old thing every single time. But when you get to a place where you have a few surprises, things are fluid and one day it might be this and the next day it might be that. You're constantly pushing the envelope, but you're not being predictable. You have some flexibility. You're not stoic about it. Man, your organization will grow like crazy. When people don't know what to expect, anything could particularly happen on that day. That's why as a next level leader, if you're going to stay ahead, do not allow yourself to be so predictable. You think about it, just, just get to a place. Yes, routine helps. Good habits help. But get to a place where you're introducing newer ideas and newer strategies and new ways of engaging and new ways of producing. Here's the next thing. If you're going to stay ahead, I want to make this very personal. So, S-O-W, where you're trying to go. Whew, it's a big one for me, guys. I learned this lesson many years ago. I learned to sow seed in the lives of businesses and people who were in spaces where I was trying to go. And that helped me stay ahead because I believe in seed time and harvest. That we don't, we don't often think about this because we look at people, we say, well, they don't need it. They don't need that. They have everything. It's not an issue of somebody having everything and they don't have everything, by the way. But if a person is incredibly blessed, you don't see the reason to sow into them. But I do. Because I want to sow where I'm trying to go. I want to put that in good ground. See, when you look at someone who is producing at a high level, you know, you want to go support that. You see a business that's 
you know, in a place where you're trying to take your business, go and support that business. Go sow into it. Go buy something from them. Go sit down and have lunch at the restaurant. Go do that. You see a ministry that's where you're trying to go or a leader where you're trying to go, go sow into them and say, listen, I want to sow into you because you, you're where I'm trying to be. When you learn that lesson, oh man, that has blessed me so over the years. I have learned, man, to sow into people, sow into businesses. I look at ideas and visions. We had a pastor in South Carolina who, when our ministry became debt-free, he sent a $10,000 seed. And you would say, why would he send $10,000 when you guys are debt-free? Well, because he was sowing into debt-free ground. He said, listen, I want to sow where we're trying to go. And boy, I'm telling you, when you do that kind of stuff, inevitably, that's when supernaturally things begin to come back in your life. See, as business people, you can't forget you're spiritual. You can't forget, man, that this is so important. Sometimes we become so stingy. We hold on to everything. You're holding on to your future, man. You got to make sure you release it and say, let me put this in the good ground so it can multiply. This is so important. Guys, I've learned so, S-O-W, where you're trying to go. But here's the other thing. Now, y'all know I'm unapologetically a nerd, so you know I was going to say this. Number six, study, study, study. Can I say that again? Study, study, study. Man, if you're going to remain cutting edge and stay ahead, you're going to have to read everything you can. You're going to have to be aware of what's being written in journals and what's the latest you know, books that are out in that area in your company, in your, in, your, in your line of work. See, oftentimes you don't realize that leaders are readers and readers are leaders. And when you read and read and read, man, and you still are, you know, doing the work at a high level, but you're understanding new things that are coming and you're understanding the financial market because you're reading about it. You understand the innovation technology market because you're reading about it. You understand the best practices for HR and trending topics as it relates to how you know, you're building teams and you're doing that. You're reading in books and you're reading books like No Opportunity Wasted or Leaderships or Leadership and Loneliness by Dr. Joseph Walker. Selfless plug. <laughs> but you're reading and reading and reading. And that's how you get there, man. You stay ahead. You stay ahead of the curve because you are constantly exposing yourself to content that can keep you in a place of relevance. As I talked about that on the last week, it is so important. Study. Study, study. And I don't just read things that are just within my field. I cross-pollinate. I, I read books on psychology, philosophy, finance, marketing. I mean, I read books from every area because there's something that I can learn. There's some principle, some business strategy I can learn, something that could be implemented into my current situation. So read, man. How can I challenge you? Can I challenge you to try to read a book a month? I mean, I read a book a week, but I want you to start at least saying, I'll read a book a month. I will literally begin reading a, I mean, 12 books a year. At least do that. As a leader, you got to be reading something. If you meet me, I'm going to look at you and you say to me, man, I enjoy your podcast. I listen to it all the time. I'm going to say, what are you reading? <laughs> Because I know if you are a next-level leader, you are reading something. Let's review, as we always do, what we have learned so far. Staying ahead is important, right? And doing that, we have to forecast. We have to understand what's coming and plan for it. 
in terms of our team preparation, in terms of our finances, we have to plan for it. We have to make sure that every single thing that we're doing, we've thought through what's coming next. We also are carving out time to work ahead. We carve out time every single day to work ahead, to make sure that we absolutely are working in a space that things are getting done. We're not just working week to week, but we're thinking about what's on the plate for next month, what's on the plate for next, the next two months, and we're working it now because we want that thing to come to pass. Third thing, we're planning for contingencies. Planning for contingencies. We're not just going haphazardly through life as if those things are just going to be la, 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 la. No, what if? We're asking the what if. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if the power goes out? What if this occurs? What if I can't get there on time? How do I leave in enough time? How do I prepare and build in enough time for me to pivot? We talked about pivoting last week to make sure that everybody in my organization can still produce because we have given ourselves time to adjust. Here's the fourth thing. Don't be predictable. Always create space for creativity, surprises, new ideas, so that you're not in that rut of redundancy and routine. And then the big one, so, S-O-W, where you're trying to go. Invest in businesses, in churches, and in people who are doing it like you're trying to do it. Don't let people tell you, why are you doing that? They got all that. No, 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 no. Listen, if I'm trying to get where people are, I've learned that's good ground. That's a spiritual principle. I'm sowing where I'm trying to go. And then study, study, study. Open up a book. Read those books. We are committing ourselves to 12 books a year. Reading, downloading content that can help us become a next level leader. And finally, listen carefully. If you're going to stay ahead, rest, rest, rest. I'm preaching to the choir now because I need you to understand the importance of taking care of you. Staying ahead means that you get adequate rest, man, that you're able to get up and continuously be sharp in your mind, sharp in your decision-making. The reason why people don't stay ahead because they are sleeping but not resting. I need you to rest, man. Rest your mind, rest your body so you can wake up and be ready to go. Take care of you out there, man. Take care of you. Protect the asset. It's you. And I promise you, a rested mind, a rested body, and a rested spirit can't do anything else but stay ahead and be cutting edge. I hope this has blessed you. And I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Share it with somebody if it blessed you. And then let me know at Joseph Walker 3 that you were listening today. I would love to get your comments. I would love to meet you. Thank you so much. And I pray God's blessings be upon you and yours. Until next time, you be blessed. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. 
I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward 